Good morning, all, and welcome to this morning's encounter with the Lord. This is Russell, your host. How are we all this morning? Good morning, Russell. Good morning, morning Russell. Good morning, everyone. And we say good morning, Father. Good morning, Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. Lord, we thank you for a new day. We thank you for this opportunity to come to you. We thank you for your mercy upon our lives. We thank you that you show us more and you reveal more and more of yourself to us every day. We thank you that you create in us that hunger for your word. That which fills our spirit, our daily bread, manna from heaven, that keeps our spirit going. We thank you, Lord, for the grace that you have made available to us through the death of Jesus through his sacrifice, through his atonement. And you make available salvation as well, the entry into your kingdom where you place your glory upon our lives, the land of milk and honey you give us, a place where we can live, a place where we come under your rule and by virtue of that, when we are obedient to your will and your rule, Father, then you look after our every need, you protect us. It is your hedge of protection that is erected around us that none, none of the evil force can do anything about. We thank you, Father, that you fill us with your presence. You gave us your spirit to be empowered, to be strengthened, to stand up and to carry that gospel. We thank you that you shape our understanding. You fill us with your wisdom. We thank you, Father, that you make your light available and you bid us walk in that direction on the path. You still give us our free will, but we come to you in all surrender this day, Lord, surrendering everything of our free will in the flesh that turns away from you, surrendering all our crowns, especially of pride and ego, everything where we think about we are a self-made man, where we have achieved all on our strength. We surrender and submit it all to you, Lord, this day. We ask forgiveness for our failures, our shortcomings as well. We submit all our vulnerabilities to you. All the challenges and the storms that we are facing today. And we thank you, Lord, that you fill us with your peace and joy that lets us rise above that storm in our secret place and commune with you. So that we don't come with that worry, but we leave it outside the door. We focus on this time with you, Father, where we come to draw and drink from you again. Where we come to receive and ask and receive of your direction. And that peace and joy, Lord, which you pour into our hearts. We share with all those that are part of this prayer meeting and praying family. We share it with all Christians everywhere that do not know you. All those that do not want to know you and have turned away from you. We share it with all those that we are lifting up in prayer at this our altar this day and with those that have no one to pray for them. As we offer our faith to stand in that gap, Lord. We ask that your mercy touch their lives today. Let there be transformation. And through your mercy, Lord, let there be an upliftment. Thank you, Jesus. As we make our prayer this morning, we call on your name. The name of our maker, our father, our creator, the most high, the great I am, the one who is the preserver of men, 
the one who leads us in the way we should go and whose hand is not short to redeem us. And we pray in the name of your son, Jesus. The one who was, who is, and who is to come. The one who has enriched us in all utterance, the word, utterance and knowledge, the word himself. The one who is the bridge to the Father, the way, the truth, and the life. And we pray in the name of his spirit, the hand of the creator, the scepter of the king of kings, the spirit of light and life, the spirit of victory, the one who is a comforter, a strengthener, the one who has made his tabernacle within our body that we might become the temples of the living God, carrying the presence of the living God in us, carrying his glory within us, so that when that glory shapes our existence, our body, our soul, our spirit, then we start conforming to the likeness and to the image of Jesus, who is the likeness and image of the Creator. Your word gives us that template that we need to adhere to. And you, O Holy Spirit, help us on that path. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Father, that you have blessed us with the gift of your spirit, the gift of your word, and you empower us through prayer to legally authorize you in circumstances that we are unable to do things. You give us that power of prayer to commune with you so that when we are joined with you in spirit, we carry your glory. And then when we speak in that prayer, combining your word and your spirit, the recipe is complete for any new creation. When we release it in faith, we thank you, Father. We thank you, Lord, that you provide all our needs in accordance with your riches and glory through Christ Jesus. We thank you that you make available angels and destiny helpers to us. That it is your desire to have that relationship with us restored once again. And your purpose for us is that we should live in abundance and in dominion. That we must prosper. And this is why you give us your gospel. We thank you, Father. As we make our prayer and our reflection this morning, I cover and seal every word we speak and every prayer we make with the precious blood of Jesus. I also cover every member of every family that is part of this prayer group by that same precious blood that has won all victories. We put on our angels and dispatch them on assignments in accordance with your will, Lord, for our lives. We call the angel of the Lord to encamp about each of us, to protect and keep us safe from harm, sin, danger, accident, injury, pilfering, theft, hijacking, terrorism, any kind of natural disasters and spiritual attacks. I declare divine exemption, protection, and I command angelic protection in the name of Jesus. Over these that are the called by your name, Father, your people. We also herald the power in our spoken word now, activating it. As we proclaim your word from Isaiah 55, verse 10 and 11, that says, As the rain and the snow come down from heaven and do not return to it without watering the earth and making it bud and flourish so that it yields seed for the sower and bread for the eater, so is my word. 
my word that goes out of my mouth this day. And I declare that it will not return to me empty, but will accomplish what I desire and achieve the purpose for which I send it when I send it in faith in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for the power of life on our tongue. Thank you, Jesus. <clears throat> Today we reflect on the words of blind Bartimaeus. When Jesus was passing by Jericho, Bartimaeus, a blind beggar, was sitting by the side of the road. And when he got to know Jesus was passing, he shouted, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. And Jesus, who was otherwise not planning on stopping there, had to stop. So when you see this sort of a request, or you might even call it a prayer, that made Jesus stop, you must study it closely. Why? So that if you know a way of making him stop, you can gain his attention. And then ask directly. And we saw that if we are able to gain attention and ask directly, you have another example of the woman with the issue of blood. Jesus was on his way to Jairus' house and yet there again he stopped. But today we are going to focus on Jesus, son of David. Have mercy on me. He does not turn away people. Let's look at a few examples, a few occasions recorded in the Bible where people called him son of David. There are actually about, there's one in Mark, which references the story of Bartimaeus. But there are six or so in the Gospel of Matthew. We look at the instances that had other stories connected with them. So the first one, now we go to the Gospel of Mark 10, verse 46 to 50. Blind Bartimaeus called him son of David. Jesus stopped and healed him. The second one, Mark, sorry, Matthew 9, verse 27. As Jesus went on from there, I'm reading that verse. As Jesus went on from there, two blind men followed him, crying out, Have mercy on us, son of David. They asked for healing, and he said, According to your faith, be it done unto you. You see how that faith connection is there now there. And Romans 10 verse 9 and 10 says, When you believe in your heart and confess with your mouth that Jesus Christ is Lord, you shall be saved. Are you seeing connections there? Let's go to a third one. Matthew 12, verse 23. When Jesus cast a blind and a dumb spirit out of a man, so that he could now both see and hear, all the crowds were amazed and were saying, this man cannot be the son of David, can he? What were they really referring to? Why did they ask that sort of a question? Let's get to it later. We'll come back to it. Fourth one. 
Matthew 15 verse 22 speaks of a Canaanite woman from the region who came out and began to cry out saying have mercy on me lord son of david my daughter is cruelly demon possessed Canaanite woman not israelite and jesus said i am sent to the lost sheep of israel it is not right to take the children's food and give it to the dogs and she said yes that's true and yet the dogs eat of the crumbs that fall from the master's table meaning even if i get that leftover remainder grace it is sufficient and jesus said great is your faith let it be as you have asked are you seeing patterns now great is your faith let it be as you have asked jesus son of david have mercy on me and he says great is your faith let it be as you have asked a fifth one matthew 20 was 30 again two blind men sitting by the road and this i believe is matthew's version of uh, bartimaeus's encounter two blind men but in this case he says there were two they were sitting by the road hearing that jesus was passing by cried out lord have mercy on us son of david here the bible says he stood still he called them and healed them so what is it about that title then that causes him to stop and as you have seen it compels him to bless them he is compelled to stop and bless them what is it for that let's go back to the davidic covenant now the covenant that god made with david 2 samuel 7 verse 12 to 16 god promised david that his son would build a house for his name and he that is god will establish the throne of that son's kingdom forever and though solomon built the house of the lord in israel this wasn't about solomon it was a prophecy about jesus the coming messiah and with all the prophecies put together the israelites over time discerned that the messiah would be a descendant of david but they didn't know who and that's why when you go back to that fourth instance that we took there where sorry the third one where when jesus cast the blind and dumb spirit the crowd said this man cannot be the son of david the question they were actually asking is is he really the messiah the promised one that son of david that was promised to us and in matthew 12 23 that was they wondered whether he was that messiah based on the miracles that he worked so son of david is a messianic title the title of the messiah and it was discerned and it was them discerning who he was through faith 
he acknowledged that faith when they discerned it, that he was the Messiah. And he gives you the same opportunity through Romans 10, verse 9 and 10. And he says, if you recognize that and you claim it through faith, believing he is Lord, he is the Messiah, then he can be stopped and be compelled to answer you, to answer your prayer. When we call him by the name of Son of David, have mercy. So when in trouble, call him. Call him Lord. Call him Son of David in all sincerity. That faith will make him stop and take notice of you. Now your meeting becomes personal. He was just passing by maybe. But now when he has stopped, you have gained his attention. Now that meeting becomes personal. True worshippers will worship in spirit and truth. You have the opportunity to commune with him in the spirit there. He is paying attention. This becomes no less than your secret place. You hold on to it. And you then connect and ask. He said, ask and you shall receive. Keep on asking. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray for that spiritual intelligence and that wisdom, Lord. Every time we get down to pray, every time we get to a secret place, I ask for that spiritual intelligence, that discernment that goes with it as well. So that when we understand how to approach our prayer, when we understand how to use your word and pray it back to you to connect with you in the spirit and to use these systems of advantage that you give us. Then we can not only stand in abundance, but we can not only have our prayers answered, but we can get into a position of dominion. We ask, Father, Teach us how to pray with that spiritual intelligence. We ask for that edification in our spirit today. And as we pray for spiritual edification, we also pray for our physical and our temporal needs, those of our families and our friends. We pray for all those that are battling all kinds of sickness and disease. Those that are hospitalized will undergo any kind of procedures today. For all families that are embattled, that are facing division or separation, we pray for each of us that there is a revelation of all strongholds in our lives. That there is a quickening, Lord, to that extent. That we are able to see all the instances of our prayerlessness. Not only instances of everything that is in our attitude. An attitude of pride that keeps us from praying where we think we've got this. The times we fail to involve you, Lord, in that prayer. The times we are too busy, the times, the occasions, instances, and all the storms. Where worry takes over, and it's more worry, less prayer. 
We pray against every kind of stronghold in each of our lives, Lord, including poverty and the lack of knowledge, ignorance, whereby, as your word says, we suffer out of that ignorance and not knowing systems of advantage that are made available to us like the one you give us today. We pray for a quickening in our spirits there, Father. Let every such yoke of the enemy destroyed be destroyed by the blood of Jesus. We cover every person that we are praying for now by that precious blood. And declare every yoke of the enemy, every such chain of bondage broken now. We pray also for our own personal needs, those of our families and our friends. In a special way, Lord, we pray that every yoke of Egypt over the lives of these, your people, people that are suffering on their jobs, people that are struggling with and have to take up two jobs, every bondage of Egypt over the lives of your people to keep them in subjection, to keep them in poverty, to keep them busy, to keep them prayerless. Let that strategy be broken and dispersed. In our faith, Lord, we pray we can bring them along with us through the blood of Jesus into your promised land. We ask for that empowering in the spirit today, Father. That where everyone else says there is a casting down, we prophesy as your word says, there is a lifting up. Let that lifting begin in these lives this day. In the name of Jesus. We pray also for our own family and our friends, especially those that are not yet saved, Father. That there is a quickening in their hearts that they are drawn towards you. And that salvation enter into their lives this day through your spirit, through the blood of Jesus. Father, we thank you that you have heard us, that you always hear us. And as we release our faith and our prayer, making this our prayer of agreement with each other in the spirit. We believe, Lord, that we have received that this prayer is an answered prayer. I encourage all those that can pray in the spirit using the gift of tongues to unmute and join in. Those that are praying for that gift, release your tongue and your faith. Ask the Holy Spirit to take over. Let us now make our prayer in the spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Kianda Papi Asara 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 Kianda Papi Asara
Shalada <laughs> 
The words that the Lord spoke to me while we were praying then. My people, let my living word soak into your very being. I am the way, the truth, and the life. I am the light of the world. Come, abide in me. I love you, my people. You are my joy. The scripture I've been given is from Matthew 4, 3 and 4. And the tempter came and said to him, If you are the son of God, command these stones to become loaves of bread. But he answered, It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. We have a scripture that has been shared in the chat. This is from Matthew 21, verse 21. 
where it is written, Jesus replied, Truly I tell you, if you have faith and do not doubt, not only can you do what was done to the fig tree, but also you can say to this mountain, go, throw yourself into the sea, and it will be done. And as we were praying, the Lord gave me connected scriptures with this very instruction. In fact, he gave me two. So I'm going to read both. The first one is from Romans chapter 13, verse 11 and 12, where it is written. I'll read from the King James Version. And that knowing the time that now it is high time to awake out of sleep. For now is our salvation nearer than when, nearer than when we believed. The night is far spent. The day is at hand. Let us therefore cast off the works of darkness and let us put on the armor of light. Now, while I was getting this one, he pointed me to another one, which is from 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 2 and 3, where it is written, Do you not know that the saints shall judge the world? Now, the saints are the people of God. And if the world shall be judged by you, are you unworthy to judge the smallest matters? Know you not that we shall judge angels? How much more things that pertain to this life? And he says, let him who have ears hear and understand. Amen, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. If you are being blessed by these reflections, Brother Savio's powerful reflections, the daily rosary and divine mercy sessions and the Friday Bible study sessions, please share links for Zoom and YouTube for people to join on to those sessions. Let them receive the same blessing. You can share that and it will not reduce your gift in any way. It is that gift that keeps giving and keeps multiplying. The links for all of these sessions are the same Zoom and YouTube link. It does not change. They can also, if, if the timings are not suited, they can also access the recordings on YouTube, on our Spotify podcast page, or on our Facebook page. They're posted on all of these. Also, a reminder about our Bible study session this evening. The topic is the key to happiness. What rescues people from a life of misery? Where we will learn what God's word says about happiness, the truth about true love, how to get the right mindset, and finally, what is the source of true happiness? We shall share links on our with this message with the with the topic on our Telegram group. The links are also available on our Facebook page and on our YouTube. We have posted it as well. Please share those. Invite your family and friends to come and join. Praise and worship will start at 5.30 p.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time this evening. 
followed by confession of scriptures, testimony time, and then the topic of the evening. And let the mercy and the grace and the peace of our Lord Jesus Christ and his favor that comes out of his jealous love for us, chases and overtakes us. Let that be multiplied in each of our lives this day so that as we are blessed, let us in turn go out and be a blessing to everyone around us in the name of Jesus and for his glory. Be blessed and have a wonderful Friday, everyone. We shall see you at Bible study this evening. Thank you, Russell. Thank you, God, bless, you, Russell. Everyone. God bless everyone. Jesus, thank you, Russell.